Hey, this is Samir. Hey, this is Alec. And this is Beyond the Beats, episode 53, coming at you right now. Let's go. EDM champions, what's going on? Welcome to episode 53. Since we're all in a quarantine right now, I wanted to kick it off with some more vibes, a little bit of deep house to get this session going. This is my on repeat for this week. It's EDX Adore Me. the vibe master right now okay dude you are straight up bringing the vibes to episode 53 of the pod what a you know man what a great song to pick for your on repeat you know it's just it's just it's great to see like how much you are enjoying edx's music because i've been listening to edx for quite some time and i've always enjoyed his sound and i really like this song because i feel like now we're getting a flip side that he's trying out like a little bit more of a darker side of edx's take on house music yeah absolutely it's a little bit i'd say Maybe not so much darker as much as it is moody. It's moodier, you know? Yes, yes. It's kind of like, uh, you know, the dark room with the smoke and, you know, nice stiff drink in your hand. (laughs) That type of vibe going on right now. What's what's the stiff drink that's in your hand right now? I know it's not a White Claw. I know you're a hater on the White Claw. So what you got in your hand? Oh, it's got to be an old-fashioned. Oh, you're an old-fashioned guy. Okay. Absolutely. That's good to know. Absolutely. Old-fashioned or just any whiskey neat. Depends. And then if I'm feeling really like, you know, I'm watching my calories, it'll be a vodka soda. (laughs) Wow, I didn't realize you were a 50-year-old man, but uh, okay. <laughs> I was raised uh, yeah, I was raised on, you know, older people drinks. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I can tell, I can tell. Dude, uh, but how you doing, man? How you holding up over there? What is this, like week three, week four of the quarantine? Like, what's yeah, going on nuts, over there, man? How you nuts. doing? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think everyone's in the same position right now where they just got to put their head down and just get through this, this time period, you know? Um, right on. And just remember that at some point this is going to be this is going to be done with. So that's kind of the stage that I'm in right now. Is just accepting that this is, you know, it's where it's going to be for a little bit longer, but things are going to eventually be fine. So you just we just have to deal with things now, and hopefully we can all take a learning lesson from this. Um, totally. You know. So I'm yeah. actually pretty positive on on that. Though. How about you, man? I love it, man. I love the positivity. I don't mind spending time like at home with my family and my dog. So I've, I'm really enjoying that. Um, you know, it's 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 just kind of nice to be in my hometown again, which I which I've kind of missed. You know, I do miss recording in my office. You know what I mean? Just because it was such a better 
uh, environment for that. But you know what? You just got to make do with what you got. And I'm happy that we still, you know, get to do the pod. It was so great, like, just doing a little happy hour with you and your girlfriend and a couple of our friends as well, man. It was just, that was a lot of fun last night. Absolutely. I mean, these are the type of things that you've got to keep doing just to... You know, you got you got to be social. This is that's part of the problem. Yeah. Social creatures. You know, you have to do, you know, whatever you can. And so, I am thankful that there is the technology to be able to do this. Yeah, because otherwise, I mean, could you imagine if it if you weren't able to do this, just completely, totally the different situation and different. No, feeling, I sure. know. If this was happened like 15, 20 years ago, like <laughs> I don't, I don't know what we would do, man. I don't know what we would do. But you know what, guys. I hope you're, you all are doing well. I hope you guys are washing your hands. You guys are staying safe. You know what? Call up your loved ones. Call up your grandparents. Call up your, you know, your siblings. Just let them know that you're thinking about them, that you care for them, and that you love them. And I think really, like, what's been really cool about this time is I feel like families are really coming together. My family, we, like, we've just all been spending so much more time together since this has taken place. So there's always a silver lining in the clouds, and we are wishing the best for everybody out there. And we shall get back to the dance floor real soon. But you know what? You're listening to the podcast. We got a bunch of great stuff to talk about. So let's run through it, guys. Check this out. We got so much good stuff to talk about here this week on episode 53 of Beyond the Beats. We got some new music from the artists that we're watching. Check this out. We got Movie. And he teamed up with somebody really big for his newest song. So we're going to talk about that. We also got Mad Skis back in the fold. We got Golden Child. You know, all this new music from the artists that we're watching. And then diving deep into some more music. Peep this. We got a new song from Kygo, Camel Fat, Major Laser, Dero. I mean, the, the list goes on and on, guys. You already know it. And then we're going into the news and culture. You know what? COVID-19 is not going to stop EDM news and culture from happening, and you, you shouldn't even try. Brownies and Lemonade and Proximity are hosting one of the biggest virtual online music festivals, and the lineup is truly fire. So we're going to be talking about that. We also got some really interesting things that are happening in Europe. There is an Italian club that is trying to break the world record for the longest DJ live stream. So we're going to be talking about that. You're going to be shocked by how long it is. And then, dude, this is so awesome, Alec. Thank you for putting this on the show notes. We're talking about Mr. Suicide Sheep, and that team is celebrating 10 years since they first launched the platform. And uh, guys, you already know Mr. Suicide Sheep if you've been listening to EDM for a while. So you know what? We're going to talk about that and how they're celebrating and what they're doing to revolutionize their space in EDM and music production. Then, of course, we got the anti-plur moment. We got to talk about some boneheads and what they're up to. And then we're capping off the podcast with the what are we listening to section. And then, of course, we got some heat for you guys in the artists that we're watching. Dude, back to the top. Alec, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Like, rub your eyes real quick, man. I can't tell if like my eyes are just really smudgy right now. But, but Movie just teamed up with Artie. You know, man, that is just something that is so cool to see that an artist we're watching has taken it officially to the next level by teaming up with somebody who is just a icon in their sphere. Seeing movie on the track list with Artie here is just an incredible, incredible moment for me just because when you see an artist go from, you know, the smaller amounts of followers to now being able to team up with the larger artists it just really shows you you know yeah. i mean one it's nice that you're right you're like okay these people are doing good, gonna do good things uh it's a little bit selfish there but yeah, secondly yeah, but yeah. but really more more so than that is the fact that you know how much this this must mean to them like it really must mean a huge amount to be able to go and produce a track like this so 
Without further ado, I mean, their song Freedom was just, I thought this was a really good mm -hmm. track. I mean, you could hear his influence in there, and you could certainly hear Artie in there as well. Yeah, man, let's go ahead and play this for the EDM champions right now, guys. Here's Artie and Movie teaming up for their song Freedom. So great to see movie teaming up with somebody like Artie. And I'm just I'm a massive fan of this track, guys, and, and this was just such a cool thing to see. So keep up the good work, movie. I like you're killing it. Every single one of your tracks are just quality. So this is a no-brainer that this even happened. Dude, moving on. Let's let, Al, can I throw you back to episode one of the pod real quick? Can I can I just let me just throw flash back. you back? Yeah, bro. And you know, just get back in your car because you recorded that first episode in your car <laughs> while it was right. raining everywhere. Dude. Check this out, Golden Child, somebody that we feature on episode one of the podcast, just released a new song with Looney, and the song is called 2319, and it's featuring Red, guys. Get ready for some trap. This is gonna smack yo face. Here it is. That's the perfect way to describe this, man. When I was listening to this and just when that bass kicked in, whew, man. Oh, yeah. You know, what, what I appreciate about this track is, it's again, it's a very creative track. Um, you know, and it's not what I was expecting. And actually, at the beginning, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't expecting to like it. Mm -hmm. But Yeah, same I, here. You know, I was like, oh, I don't know where this is. I don't know if I like where this is going. But turned it around into a good direction. Just solid, solid beats. It's just something that just, it's a head bobber or whatever you want to call it where you're just moving along to it <laughs> it's one of those tracks man you there know you it's that dark vibe lots of bass head bobbing away love it dude let me ask you a quick question though before we move on to the next song man do you know what 2319 is from no oh alec alec i'm ashamed i'll tell maybe i'll uh -huh. tell you in a couple of years what's Anyways, going on <laughs> no no mess around dude it's actually from monsters inc the hit pixar movie from 2001 remember we got a code 2319. Code 2319. Wow. You you're such a nerd for knowing Dude, that. Dude. I mean, no, it's you awesome. Know, you, but you're such you a nerd. You are foolish for not knowing that, <laughs> homie. Come on. Get out of here with that nonsense. I clearly Sorry. didn't have a childhood. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I don't know what you were watching over there in the UK. Uh, but uh, who are we talking about next? I know you're very excited about this. Who are we talking about next? I was so, so happy to see him back in the studio. It's Mad Skis. If you remember, I featured him. I can't remember what episode it was. 
uh, but Cold Ones was the the track I dropped, and it's someone that it was episode uh, five. Episode five. Wow, look at that. That's yeah, I got my day. log up. Yeah, crazy. Well, and and that track actually I previewed is older because it's actually I think the first time I heard it was when I saw Marla. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. dropped it. He was dropping that song quite a bit. So. Anyhow, I mean, it's just so great to see him back. You know, hopefully everything's all right. But he's clearly got some time on his hands to pump out some tunes. And this remix he did of Charmy's Ghosts, I thought was awesome. I thought it was an incredible reimagination of the track. Yeah, dude. It's like, you know, Chami wanted to set a vibe with his song Ghost, but Matskis was like, all right, Chami, thank you for giving us the stems because uh, Chami actually did release his stems for this song. That's why he's such a clean remix uh, that that Matskis did here, and Matskis was like, "All right, I'm gonna pump up a little bit more energy, make this ready for some French house clubs, dude. This is this is that French house, baby, that we that we know and love, Alec. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of this. But let's let's go ahead, let's go ahead and play this new Matskis remix right here, guys. Check it out. Matskis just did a remix of Chami's song, Ghost. There's something about the build-up that I really, really like about oh, yeah. what he did there, you know, um, on that second drop especially too. There's just something really, um, I, I don't know how to describe it, but he puts in a level of energy um, that he almost seizes in within the original song, but he brings it a little bit more mm-hmm. to light in his remixes. And that he's done that several times for a bunch of different songs too. So shout out to him, man. I mean, this was just an awesome track and I'm so glad to see that he's back in the studio. Totally, man. And we're not done yet because he also just released an original. The man has been quiet for like two years and now he's just like, all right, you guys, I'm so sorry I've been gone. Here's another song for you. And uh, we got one more song to play for the EDM champions. And this is Matsky's original track, 45 Days. Check it out.
another really good solid mm-hmm. song and a, a very interesting one too um you know I, I he clearly is showing off that he has a little bit of a you know a breadth type of approach to producing like you can hear the differences the subtle differences in the in the structure in the song structure but he just shows that he has different flavors to his sound if you know what i mean totally agreed Matskis is trying some new things and I'm really really excited about that so welcome back Matskis we're very very happy that you're back on the scene and we can't wait to hear some more fire from you all right dude let's move into this okay we're talking about some new music let's start this one off with Kygo Zara Larson and Tyga and they teamed up for the song like it is Alec what do you think <laughs> love the pronunciation on that Thank man. that's you. a Thank spot you. on hit the nail on the head with that one but you know I, I thought it was Okay, I guess. Kygo, I've just never been truly the biggest fan of Kygo, I'm not going to lie. Um, probably going to get some hate for that. But I've, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed his tracks, and I, and I have, but I just sometimes find it just getting a little bit too samey sometimes. And while I wouldn't say that this song is samey, it's just not something that really grabs my attention too much. I would agree with you in some of his previous releases. Like, I wasn't really that big of a fan of some of his other songs, but this one actually really caught my attention. I'm, I'm kind of really pumped up about this song. I thought Kygo and Zara Larson actually sounded really, really great together. I've just felt like Tyga was like an afterthought. You know what well, I mean? yeah, and, and that's kind of, he just, he really just came in as that afterthought in yeah. the track, you know? I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like, you know, Tyga like emailed Kygo, was just like, hey man, can I get on one of your songs? Please, I'm dying over here, please. And, uh, I, I guess he got a feature on one of his songs. I just, I don't know. I found it just very, very odd to like the way that Tyga fit in there. Like if Tyga wasn't in this song, I would have enjoyed this a lot more, but I feel like Tyga just kind of ruined the flow of it. I well, thought see, Zara yeah. Larson fa- sounded so great. I would agree with you. I think Tyga just came in and ruined the track for me a bit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, uh, don't know how I feel about this anymore. <laughs> so, Damn, dude. Yeah. Wow. I mean, All right. Well, Tyga's going to hear against this. Him. It's nothing against him. It's just him in this specific track. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not, entirely sure why you're here but okay you know <laughs> all right I, I i agree like i'm, I'm not gonna disagree with you i completely agree with that and uh all right so that's that's kygo's new song so let's talk about this one right we got camel fat and kari golden teaming up for the song freak alec were you freaking on this song man what'd you think this was a really neat release from camel fat because oh, yeah. it's, it's different than a lot of the real tech house heavy tech house way that they've been going incorporating some acid in there as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which i thought was really neat so i'm glad that camel fat came out with this because i think it's a little bit different from the prior releases or most recent releases you know uh they've had several tracks come out with gorgon city and i absolutely love those songs but this is clearly a little bit different of a direction for them uh whether it's one off or you know they, they do include acid in their in their sets as well so i shouldn't say it's completely out of the blue but it was nice to yeah. hear that this was a you know more acid influence original Perhaps they're seeing what, you know, people like Calvin Harris are doing. And this is maybe a little bit of a trend going on right now. What do you think? Dude, I'm really pumped up on that thought, actually. I didn't even think about, like, how we could be seeing, like, more acid sounds kind of integrating with Tech House and, you know, techno tracks that we're seeing I really, today. I like, really think Cal- that's, like, a mini trend that's going on right now. You're seeing that in the Tech House scene. I mean, right? Yeah, I'm just, pumped up on that. Yeah, yeah. think about it, right? you got Love Regenerated, i.e. Calvin Harris. I mean, or just rather, okay, maybe it's not so much the acid style. I mean, that might be that might be something that's a mini trend. But I think maybe the, the larger trend, something that will be more consistent, is that a lot of house producers are, you know, digging back into the old crates of records, right? And just looking at the more old school style and modernizing it a little bit with their current sound. So I think that's a really neat 
thing that's going on right now in the tech house scene. This style of camel fat like really reminded me of some of their 2016, 2017 releases, you know. I think like Camel Fat is going back to some of their older sounds because a lot of their music lately, which has been great, it's re- really been great releases, has been like very vocal heavy Absolutely. based. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this one has the vocal sample in it and you got Kari Golden on this, but it was like, it, the vocals really took more of a, of a seat back. It wasn't really the focal point of the song and more so added to the atmosphere and i'm really really pumped up on this like i I hope camel fat continues with this trend because sometimes dude when you listen to their sets they go really really hard so you know i hope we continue to see more of this kind of stuff let's talk about this next one i'm very excited to get your thoughts on this one alex (laughs) i think you already know what my thoughts are gonna be i know i already have a feeling you're feeling grumpy over there i can tell we got (laughs) steve aoki we got slushy for this song one true love alec i have a feeling that this song was not your one true love what do you think no it's probably my one true one listen um no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm no 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 i'm being grumpy uh no you know it's uh, it's not a one listen for me but it's probably more of a background noise i'm just not i don't know i'm just not i'm not into this <laughs> i just damn it's uh I, I thought i could see where i could see why people would be really into it it's just not my cup of tea you know, it's just not something for me. Yeah. I can appreciate it. I can a hundred percent appreciate it. You know, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh God, like I don't like it. Therefore I don't understand it. No, I get it. I do. It's just not something that I would be listening or, or partying to that often. You know, from more of an objective standpoint, I think it was a actually a really nice combination of two artists, yeah. right? I thought mm-hmm. Steve Aoki did a really, really good job of catering to Slushy's sound. Yeah, man, I, I completely agree with you, actually. I thought they came together for a really, really fun track. I think Slushy took the lead a little bit more on this one. So I think that's why I really enjoyed this song, because I like Slushy's sound, and I like like his aggressive electro video game sound that he has going for him. He's a really, really fun person to see live. I like this song. I'm a really big fan of this one. Um, man, I, like I, I, said, I figured I you would Slushy, be. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, knew yeah. You, you know too. me, baby. You know me. <laughs> I'm actually even more excited to get your thoughts on this next one here. We got Major Lazer, Marcus Mumford, and Diplo. So we're, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But like Major Lazer, Marcus Mumford, Diplo, and the song Lay Your Head on Me. What did you think of this one? I liked it. I did. Nice. I really did actually like this one. And I have to give a big shout out to Marcus Mumford because I was a humongous Mumford & Sons fan. Um, okay, see, I was gonna ask you: Is Marcus Mumford from Mumford and yes, Sons? Yes, yes, he okay. is. He's he's the mind. he's the lead. He's a uh, front man, right? And, yeah. and singer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just always have loved his voice. Um, I thought this was this was again like it started off, and I was like, okay, I'm not entirely sure about the direction of this, but when it started getting into the hook, I thought it was really, really well done. Actually, it was definitely you know Marcus Mumford appearing on a major laser track more so than it was something that would involve a little bit more around his uh folk you know yes almost uk country style so this was yeah. clearly like he was lending his vocals and his sound to major laser um and i really ultimately did think it it went really nicely together and worked out well i'm really excited about uh your your passion for the song because i also really enjoyed this song a lot and i don't normally say that a lot about major laser's most recent releases um you know i guess the reason why i had a hard time like figuring out this was actually the guy from mumford and sons is because there just wasn't enough tambourines where are the tambourines <laughs> huh come on yeah i think they missed the trick there they should they should make like a, a indie electronic version of no 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 like I, i'm know, just the- messing around i am actually not a mumford and sons fan i don't know what it is about their <laughs> no, music i just can't really? get into it oh, man yeah man. You, okay all right well i think first of all you have to see them live 
I think that's the thing. You've seen them live? You've seen, you've seen yeah, Mumford yeah. Sons live? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. When I was in the UK. They are definitely a, a band that you have to see live because you'll get it and they sound the exact same. So it's just oh, something quite cool. powerful about the vocals when you're, you know, watching and listening to them in person. And uh, it, you just you just develop a different type of appreciation. And I think that's kind of the, the appreciation I have is that it's very real it's very raw there's my little defense of Mumford and Sons <laughs> no I'm excited about that man you know I, I I love the passion and I gotta agree with you I really enjoyed this song a lot I think it's like the perfect summer song you know what I mean like Absolutely. I can just imagine like me sitting on a beach if the beaches are open like six feet away from other people and uh like a nice corona and then this song comes on on my you know Bose Bluetooth speaker I'm a big fan of this song I can really like see myself saying the vibe very specific scenario, very specific I know, specific vibe yes man that's the only time I listen to this song like anyway so one last song before we move on really excited to be talking about this one we got Dero and Julian Calor for the song Warp Speed this one this one surprisingly I think Dero's been doing a lot of work with them but this one was released on Martin Garrix's label Stamped Records guys in case you didn't know at around 2014 2015 Dero was pretty much under Hardwell's wing uh, as part of like revealed records, so now like to see Dero releasing music on on stamped records, I found was very interesting. But dude, I really like this song a lot. I'm a big big fan of Dero. I love his his aggressive electro sound, but I also love that this song kind of also played into like stamped records more airy synths. You know what I mean? Like more feel good uplifting Absolutely. synths that we come to know from like Martin Garrix's releases when it comes to Big Room. Would you say I'm a hypocrite for enjoying this, but not, uh, or rather not a hypocrite, but inconsistent? when I don't enjoy no, video no. game sounding music. Okay, because no, I no, enjoy all, electro. Because yeah. I enjoy electro like this. I really do. And I think this is done very, very well. I mean, it's throwing me back to something that I feel like uh, old school Porter Robinson would drop. Oh, yeah. You know, like one of those type of uh, tracks yeah. of Spitfire or something like that. And um, I'm a big, big fan of him. I didn't know that about the Martin Garrix label, though. That's interesting. Do you know any yeah. details around potentially why? Or I don't yeah. really know how the relationship formed between Dero and Stamped Records. And I do know that Dero had a very, very deep relationship with Hardwell. Like I said, pretty much like took him under his wing. Anyhow, besides the point, this was a really good track. Um, if you're into Electro, I think you're really, really going to enjoy this one. Be interested to see, you know, I think he's, this is kind of, he's, this is a sound he's got it down um would be just interested to see where he takes us next yeah me too man all right good thoughts good new music that we just talked about i love it yeah man i mean you know and just for everyone that knows all the edm champions that are just joining us if you did not know we have all of these links and tracks and links absolutely everything that we talk about on each and every podcast on our website it's www.beyondthebeats.co that's www.beyondthebeats.co you can also find us on instagram it's at btb.pod and on twitter pod btb stay in touch with us right yes please do we are we're bored we're bored and we're not bored i feel like you know what i mean like i, well, I, like, I, I have some people felt like this i feel like i'm more busy now that i'm working from home than i was before I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. I think I'm like just about the same amount as bu- of busy, but um, you know, definitely like not commuting has kind of been nice, not having to like you know commute on like subways and stuff. So I've I kind of enjoyed that. But you know, guys, feel free to connect with us. Like like I said, we're bored, but we're also not bored. Like we still have a lot going on. Like you know, we work full time jobs, and so we have the podcast that we run here. Uh, but we want to hear from you guys. We love you guys. You know, and we, ho- we hope everybody's doing well. So just stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Wash your goddamn hands. You know, twenty <laughs> seconds with. 
with the soap and 30 second rinse. Am I right? There you on that go. One, you've, you've finally got it down, man. You finally <laughs> I got, got a stopwatch. I got there a stopwatch. Oh, dude, there. that's yeah. perfect. You, yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, boy. All right, dude. Very excited to be jumping into the EDM news and culture, the focal point of the Beyond the Beats podcast. Let's talk about what's going on here in the EDM scene. So, you know, first topic, very excited to be talking about these two groups teaming up together. We got Proximity, who is, in case you guys don't know, Proximity is kind of this music platform, this EDM music platform on YouTube and SoundCloud and Spotify. They've released a ton of great music over the years. So they're teaming up with Brownies and Lemonade, a fantastic LA-based music promotion group. And they've thrown some crazy parties. They're always bringing some ridiculous lineups all over the country and beyond. We got Brownies and Lemonade and Proximity, teaming up for their virtual music festival, and they brought a killer lineup, okay? This festival starts literally this coming weekend, and it's called Digital Mirage. And, dude, have you peeped this lineup? Because it is insanity, dude. No, it is. 12th Planet, 4B, Ikali, Flusher, Damas, G. Jones, Ghastly, Graves, Keys and Crates, Kill the Noi. I mean, you can just go on and on and on. There's just so much talent jam-packed. Into this, I love how they've thrown in a little bit of a uh, diversity in there too. With you've got Sophie Tucker, right as well. I mean, there's yep, secret yep. guests apparently coming out too. So really, really pumped up on this is just being this is just a regular festival grade lineup right here. Oh hell yeah, dude! Absolutely. I mean, this this is better than some of the festival lineups that we've ever seen released. You know what it is though? Like Brady's Lemonade is always saying that they're bringing secret guests, and you know what? They always deliver on that. So I'm kind of excited to see like who they. Who they bring out. Um, I have a feeling we're going to see some really, really fantastic names. Not going to name any because I don't like to speculate, but I have a feeling we're going to see some really heavy hitting names here from the Brownies Lemonade and Proximity Absolute. group. Like these guys. Absolutely. Yeah. These guys have some deep, deep connections in the scene. Like the fact that these two have teamed up, it's, it's kind of like a no brainer. Like I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened like earlier. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm just really, really pumped up on this. Um, you know, you got Blau in here as well. A-Track is going to be throwing it down. You got Dab the Sky. So Set the Sky, back-to-back Dab it. I know a lot of people are going to really enjoy that one. And what's great about this festival that's taking place from April 3rd to April 5th is going to be streaming live. And what's cool is 100% of the proceeds go to Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. And that's basically to help out musicians and other music industry professionals who are currently out of work because of the coronavirus situation. So it's just awesome to see, like, you know, you could even just tell from the missions of Proximity and Brownies and Lemonade that they truly care about their artists. And now to see them go a step further to help support musicians who are kind of in need during this weird crisis, it's really, really inspiring to see. I'm really happy about this. Yeah, I, and just adding on to that, one, uh, one going back a little bit to, to the lineup here, just to point out one other thing I think is very interesting, is the Manila Killer back-to-back Hotel Garuda. I think that's going to be oh. a very, very interesting set considering the fact that you do have Hotel Garuda playing a little bit more house. And I'd be just really interested to see what that sounds like going back-to-back with Manila Killer. I think that's a really interesting uh, back-to-back there. And, oh, last shout-out I actually just have to give to Matt Zoe. I think that's going to be oh, really, man. really cool. I, I just want to see, you know, have you heard a set from him recently? I have not. See, and, that's uh, why I, I want I'm to listen to I'm very excited to, to tune in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that's the reason why I want to tune in as well, is just because there's just some people on here which I think are going to get uh, quite experimental, quite creative, you know, showcasing their new directions and things. So I think tuning in is definitely a must if you want to see what these artists are up to. 
secondly, I think what's really neat about this is it's just showing how we might be seeing more and more of these virtual raves in the future, I guess. Um, yeah, this is kind of like we're testing the waters right now with this sort of situation. Yeah, I just wonder how... I don't really know how prominent this is This is going to be once we're done and through with all the COVID-19 stuff. You know, I, I really don't know if... Do you think, do you think there's just going to be other really big virtual lineups like this i think that we'll definitely see a slowdown in in virtual lineups like this um but i do think that like these promotion companies like insomniac or like ultra or now in this instance brownies and lemonade and proximity like i think they're going to see that this is super engaging for audiences like people really like this stuff so i think what we're going to see is more virtual shows more virtual raves kind of taking place and we've already kind of seen that dude you know, like not not to this scale, certainly, but we've seen Res do one. We've seen Galantis do one of these before. So now that a lot of these promotion companies are, are jumping into this, I think that they're going to kind of keep the trend going, but with much smaller lineups. You know what I mean? Just to like just to get their brand out there more. Like I'm sure there are a lot of people in this world in the EDM scene who still don't know who Brownies and Lemonade is, which is kind of a shame. But I think that if they continue to push these virtual streams and they bring like one or two like pretty nice heavy hitters, their name is going to continue to go out there. It's interesting because I just trying to see, there's a lot of limitations I feel like to this. You know, and I'm trying to see, we don't really have the technology to expand beyond it right now, right? Like, for instance, if artists are touring, as they always are when, you know, there's not a pandemic going on, how do you right. how do you organize this? Like, you know, are you, how much are you going to pay them? in order to have them, you know, stop their tour or, you know, take time off and find a, you know, adequate place to be able to play. Um, but I think, I think that when we, when we're past the coronavirus situation and these companies and these promotion groups are continuing to do these sorts of live streams, like I think that they would be targeting and working with artists who are not currently touring actively. You know oh, I mean? like it could It could be like, okay. for instance, like here's, here's like a spitball situation. It could be like Ikali who just dropped his new album. Right. And before Ikali kicks off on that tour, maybe what he'll do is he'll go on a virtual live stream, like with brownies and lemonade. No, I, I could definitely see that. And, and again, I know we've kind of talked about this, but do you think people would pay to watch that live stream? I'm telling you, man, it depends on the lineup. It depends on the lineup. Like, Hey, you know what? Let's just say this. If, if brownies and lemonade was like, five bucks to get into this i feel like all right yeah cool here's five bucks man and you know to know that the proceeds are going to a good cause even makes this more worthwhile for me to want to pay like oh, well, the admission of a ticket price right well that i think that's the key there is that if it's going towards a good cause yeah i can 100 percent see that but i feel like right now it's easier for this to be one organized and to be successful just because everyone is at home <laughs> like no sir certainly dude i completely completely agree with that like this is really the prime time for these things to be happening but again, I do think that like off tour artists are going to want to participate in this to kind of keep like while they're in the studio to kind of keep like their name out there. Be like, hey, I haven't gone anywhere. Like I'm still here. I'm working on some new music, but I'm not actively touring because I want to focus on this project that I'm working on. Yeah, absolutely. I could see that. I kind of question the the business efficacy behind it as in terms of it being a festival. I can see it being label show offs, right? Or one artist or two artists, but to have like a full fledged quote-unquote festival yeah you know i don't know if it's gonna look exactly like this you know when we get out of this out of this crisis um i don't and i don't think it will especially like as you know when we we get the aok to continue partying and to continue raving like 
I think all these artists and DJs are going to go like full out, man. Like, I think we're going to see some stupidly crazy tours going on in the scene. Like, you know, things are kind of at a lull right now, but I think once we're out of this, we're going to see a huge explosion of live entertainment coming to like every single city. You know, like, I feel like there's just so much, you know, pent up energy, like ready to just get out there, man. We, I'm just, we're just waiting for it to happen. You know, it just also reminds you, I think this is an interesting lesson that we can all take from this. It just reminds you the importance of, social connection but in the physical sense right where you are yeah. around people where you're connected with people i know there's a bunch of jokes about like oh edm producers have been you know preparing for this the whole lives of social isolation right and <laughs> right, you know i'm right. sure there is there's obviously a real element of that um but i think this just reminds everybody how important it is to be physically you know to be mentally and physically present with others as a group of friends you know, yeah, your social totally interactions are not the same if it's only facilitated virtually. If there's no other way to keep it, it's just not the same, right? Like, I mean, and we don't really have the technology either to facilitate that, right? I mean, yeah. as much as it's awesome doing virtual happy hours and virtual drinks and calls with your friends, that can't replace the real life experience of going out with your friends, right? Or going to a rave. So for me, it's really interesting to reflect on this because I'm watching these streams and I think it's awesome that they're doing that. But I'm like, wow, it makes me miss even more going to see this artist live in person, going with my friends. It's just very different when you're watching it from your living room or watching it from wherever when you're not physically present. It just to me, it just only reinforces the importance of, you know, this physicality aspect to music where it's there to be experienced live. That's how that's the most deep and rich way of experiencing music is to see it live and with friends. So yeah, that's just the thought process that I've gone through as I've just sat on my sofa in the dark all sad, but (laughs) you know, it's like, I wish I could just give you a hug right now, but I'm trying to stay a minimum six feet away from you, man. But in the meantime, guys, don't forget to tune into this live stream. We're going to have a link to how to like access it and RSVP it in our show notes. So definitely peep that and peep this lineup because it is just so ridiculous. There's literally something here for everybody, right? You got some Kill the Noise for some dubstep. You got some crazy trap, which Brownies Eliminate is very well known for. You got a little bit of trance with some Jason Ross in there. You know, Matt Zoe is going to bring some heavy hitting DMB. He's absolutely loving that from his Mad Zoo record label. Like literally, dude, everything is in this lineup. You can't go wrong. Grab yourself a nice pack of White Claw, crack them open, get on Zoom with your friends or Google Hangout and turn this live stream on and have a party. It's going to be a good time. So how, how actually for people interested, is there a way to facilitate in the video conferencing call the streaming of of this live stream where you could all listen together really glad that you asked that because um i actually just got to experience that last night with my brother and some of his friends they invited me to their to their stream and you don't need special equipment like you just literally need to set your sound settings so that way it's not using your your external microphone it's actually using your internal soundboard so guys definitely check out zoom uh zoom is definitely the move on that God, they've this been podcast is not right sponsored now. by Zoom. Oh, yeah, no, they've just been cr- no. they've been creaming it right now, man. Have you seen yeah, it? Dude. It's like it's like I just wish I was working in that space right now. Totally, there's a couple dude, other totally. spaces I wish. Uh, anyway, we're gonna digress yeah. into business talk. This is not a business. Alec podcast. is ready to make a career move. Oh, all I- right. <laughs> He's, he's about to be like, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'll send you my resume. Let's get it out there. No, actually, endorse it for his skills on LinkedIn. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's a very skillful guy. Very skillful Alec, guy. What are, we, what are we talking about next, dude? We are talking about a very interesting story. Okay, so take over, 
take your mind over to Milan, Italy right now. If, if you ignore what's going on with the coronavirus yeah. there, there's some the fashion really, capital. Absolutely, man. You know, oh, yeah, go, walk fashion. by the closed-down Gucci store and the Dior store. And you know that life, Prada Samir? All that. Is that what you've been doing? I, 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 you know, man, I miss it. I miss wearing my red bottoms, everything, dude. <laughs> I could, you could definitely see that. Oh boy! Here I am beating up my Adidas sneakers. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Okay, so they're doing some interesting stuff. All right, there is this nightclub that is looking to break the longest ever DJ set, and it's they're shooting for fourteen days, just straight Jesus Christ. on a live stream. Yeah, nuts. And funnily enough, so I'm not sure how or where this happened. I wish I did a little bit more research to find out, but the original record holder is this club in Nigeria. Look, I mean, it's not someone that's just standing up there for 14 days straight. I mean, it's got yeah, yeah. just constant music going. So I think it's, you know, I don't know if I don't know if I would really call this the longest DJ set ever. I think that's a bit of a stretch to say it's a DJ set, but it's going to be a session where there's going to be a live stream going on at this nightclub. Uh, it's called the Temple of Lost Future. Looks really, really neat, by the way. It does look really, dope. really, really yeah. cool. So I'll, that that will be in the show notes. So definitely check that club out. But it's they're also going to have a bunch of different conversations with artists in the scene, promoters, and they're just going to be discussing kind of you know like a roundtable about what's going on with EDM right now. How is it coping under COVID nineteen, or all of these different things? So it's actually a really neat idea. Um, that it's you know so I would just want to preface everything by saying it's not truly a DJ set it's got a bunch of other things in that as well so mm-hmm. I definitely want to tune in and see you know some of the stuff that they're talking about Alec is there any word on that article if uh, Fisher will be will be playing losing it for two hours straight of that well that, I feel stream, like that or? might have to be towards the end where everyone's a little tired and then just be like right we need Fisher coming on with the energy playing losing it. I love how people are having fun. Like I just, it just gets me so excited to see people having a good time, trying some new things, getting creative. You know, I gotta say, like I feel like there's been a lot of creativity in the music industry space. Like artists are doing more creative things, like in terms of like putting out like some social media videos. You got some really fun live streams going on. Like Pasquale's having a killer time with his live streams. And dude, to see people like trying to attempt something that they wouldn't normally be able. to be able to attempt because it's a goddamn nightclub like they own the nightclub it's got to operate and now it's closed so they're like what do we do like let's have a little bit of fun with it let's do a little publicity stunt and let's do the world's longest dj stream and i love it i think it's just so much fun and i really hope we see people just trying to push boundaries trying to try new things and uh you know just having fun with it along the way that's what it's all about and i hope these people are drinking water you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stay hydrated, baby. We say it at festivals, but what about with live streams? Stay hydrated. I think it's just as important. Just on your point about how artists are getting very creative, I really think that's the only thing you can do right now is yes. get as creative as possible. And you kind of have to look at this scenario through a couple of different lenses. Like you can either look at this as being, you know, horrible and, and depressing and, and sad. And, you know, you definitely should feel a bit of that because it's not a you know, it's not a tranquil situation. It's quite fluid and it's scary. It's something that is changing all the time. So definitely accept that, you know, it is kind of scary. But the other time you have to look at it from the opportunistic lens as well and see that this is affording you a bunch of time potentially, Uh, you know, or if even if you have a full-time job, you know, you're not commuting in, you're not commuting home. So you've got extra hours in a day you normally wouldn't have where you can now dedicate this to being creative, investing in yourself. And I think particularly for artists, it kind of just gives them, you know, if they, especially if they've been on the road, 
gives them a little bit of pause, a little bit of time to be able to reflect and just kind of collect themselves and really see what they want to do with their careers and what they want to do with their music. So I love things like this and like the virtual festivals just because it allows people to just really kind of reconnect with themselves and with their sound and with their music and become as creative as possible. So I hope that people, you know, any of the bedroom producers that are listening to this podcast take and heed some of that, you know, advice set on by the leaders in the industry and just take the time to invest in themselves and invest in their creative endeavor. Totally. And and if you're ever looking for anybody to like listen to some of your new tracks, this goes out to the producers out there, but if you're looking for some feedback on your tracks, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to uh, take a listen, provide some feedback and just be of value to people. You know, that's, we, we, we still want to make sure that we're on, in touch with what's going on in the scene and, you know, young producers, that's, that's a big part of this whole thing. But dude, speaking of this, you know, we've kind of touched upon several themes earlier on in earlier topics in this episode, but Suicide Sheep, right? Everyone knows that YouTube channel if they've been into the EDM scene for a while, or even if they're not, you know, there are people who are not ravers who will still listen to Mr. Suicide Sheep's, you know, some of the mixes that they've, they've posted up and some of the chill trap and chill step songs. Um, but Suicide Sheep, if you don't know, they're a YouTube channel. It's um, a group of people who have become these cultivators of different sounds across indie electronic and electronic music from all different aspects. And they have been around for 10 years already. Can you believe? I can't believe I it's, can't believe Isn't it, that insane? Man. I saw that and I was uh, like, wow. You know, that just shows, it's just funny how time flies by. Yeah. I just feel like they were around yesterday, you know, and now it's 10 years I, later. I know. Insane. I remember like listening to some of their stuff like eight years ago, like in 2012. Yeah. I, I, used I to, mean, that's when they first came li- out. I, I used to like listen to a lot of their music, um, you know, before I had Spotify because like YouTube was my main source for it. And I think a just, lot of people did. I mean, have you seen the, yeah. the viewership numbers on some of their songs and, uh, you know, some insane. of the songs they posted? Tens of millions. Absolutely. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. And, and so for those of you who also don't know, they went ahead and created a record label so that they're not just, you know, cultivating sounds that they like. They're actually going out and now helping artists. So that was around eight years ago. So two years after they launched the YouTube channel, they've launched Seeking Blue Records. Now, I wasn't that aware of Seeking Blue Records, to be honest. Were you Me neither. No, I wasn't. Nope, I was I wasn't. not aware about any of this. And so they've worked with some of the artists that they feature, usually the a little bit smaller time artists that they've featured on their channel before. And to mark their 10th anniversary this year, so this is, I, th- I believe this is probably before any of the, um, yeah, it's definitely before any of the coronavirus yeah, things happened. Definitely, Otherwise definitely. I'd be like, you should be back in quarantine. Yeah, naughty, exactly. naughty. Hey, get back home, all right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you're part you of the it. problem. Um, yeah. No, they're not part of the problem. They're part of the solution because marking their 10th anniversary, they decided to do nothing other than have a creative retreat for the artists on their record label. And I thought that was such a neat idea where they rented up a property up. Um, I'm not actually sure where it was. It's in British Columbia, Canada. Oh, that's where it is. Yeah, it's beautiful. There you go. Absolutely beautiful yeah. there. So it's very, you know, isolating themselves, but together, you know, forming a, a more true sense of community between all the artists that had probably never even met each other in person before. And even members of the team working for the record label, they're, digitally native so they're not you know really working together in person and they just took some time to collaborate have the artists collaborate on music together for the record label uh you know managers and the whole team behind that label to connect in person have these meetings in person strategize it's just a really really neat concept and something that i think other record labels should really sincerely 
think about doing because looking at the artist's reactions, this was an incredible time for them to do and that it was nothing like anything they've done before it was just really really fun to hear the stories of these artists who participated in this retreat you know there was uh, i believe there was there was 10 artists right 10 artists yes i believe so yeah alec was just kind of mentioning this earlier in the podcast how social interaction is so vitally important and you know sometimes you know people make jokes like oh if you're a music producer um you're kind of just kind of you're kind of cooped up in your bedroom just working on music all the time like not really speaking with the outside world. And I think all that, like that was kind of a big theme for some of these artists who took part in this retreat. Like a lot of them were saying like, you know, to actually sit down with other artists and just learn about each other's personal lives and what influences them and what kind of gets their creative juices flowing led to some really organic studio time and collaboration time to put together some amazing tracks that they would have not been able to do otherwise if they were still within their own studios and within their own confinements you know so to hear how people like just coming together how who they've never met before and banging out some tunes and having a good time while doing it and in literally such a beautiful tranquil place i it's just it's really really cool man like it's just it just goes to show you that there are many many ways to work with another artist, to collaborate, to work on music together. It doesn't always have to be, hey, I sent you the file. Can you work on it and send it back to me? Like, there are many ways to approach this collaboration process. Kind of reminds me, have you ever watched the show Silicon Valley? No, I never have. Oh, you have to. It's on HBO. It's a great show. And just, you know, I, I kind of started watching it just as I moved out here to start working in Silicon Valley. And Alec is a Silicon Valley guy now. Absolutely. Everybody stand back, okay? <laughs> Startup guy. He's driving a Tesla. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish. Um, <laughs> not yet. Maybe someday when I'm not broke. Soon, soon. Um, you know, but... What it reminded me of, actually, is I, I, or rather I should say, I think a lot of the Silicon Valley people have borrowed from the artist and creative endeavor. And so they've taken, you know, th- this probably was much more commonplace to do back in, you know, back in the day in the 70s and things before there was really technology. I'm sure that these type of retreats were a lot more common for artists to do. And yeah. I think the real, I think, unfortunately, along the way, as the digital revolution came along, we may have lost a little bit of touch with that and forgotten maybe the importance of that, that even if it's an individualistic endeavor where it's just one artist and they're separate from other people, not like a true band, you can still, um, you can still gain a lot of valuable insight into your music and also creativity and inspiration from producing and collaborating with others physically you know when you're there and sorry physically there in person together not actually with each other maybe i don't know if you that's your thing but yeah (laughs) um in the show silicon valley they did a very similar type of thing when brain told me the company and obviously they're kind of poking fun a little bit of fun at this like this type of retreat thing but i think at the end of the day even if you're not an artist you can still borrow some of that mentality behind it you know if you're brainstorming something for your company or for your job you know go and try do it with a group of people and just separate yourselves from from others and from technology and just focus on brainstorming together and i think it's it's just really interesting to see how it works really well in the art world but i think it can transfer over into everyday person's lives right like i don't think you need to be just an artist to benefit from Mm -hmm that type of approach to creativity and to brainstorming. That's what this Mr. Suicide Sheep documentary was basically explaining. Like, if we work together and we bring people together, some amazing things can happen. Yeah, I really do agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. So so shout out to Mr. Suicide Sheep, man. Thank you so much for uh, keeping me 
entertained with some great EDM music since I was in high school all the way through college into my life now. Like, you know, that, that's a fantastic team over there. They're really doing some great stuff. And uh, it's really just cool to see how they treat artists that, they're, that they want to put on. So I'm really, really excited to see what they do next. Yeah, man. Uh, likewise. Yeah. It's, just, it's really cool. I'd, I had had no idea that they were doing this. So it's really neat to discover this randomly. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But you know what, Alec? Let me tell you something, man. The, the days of congregating are gone for now, okay? And we all need to be making sure that we stick to some, some measures that are being put in place so we can hashtag save the summer, okay? I'm trying to get to a festival. I'm trying to get to a rave. Everybody needs to do their part. But there's sometimes there are people who are not doing their part. Alec, my anti-plur moment this week, and I know you're going to agree with me on this one, Can't wait. is people who are still gathering and throwing parties. Yes. All right? Yes. What the hell is that even all about, man? Like, did you see this article that I threw into our show notes? Like, this is absolutely crazy. This happened in New Jersey, guys. And, I, I you know, and I'm sure this is just an example. Not surprised. I'm sure that, yeah, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. You, you used to live in New Jersey. Shut up. It's not just happening here, though. It's happening in a lot of different states. Like, we don't, obviously, like, we can't stop everybody from congregating in a private residence, right? It's just, it's going to be very hard to catch everybody who does that. But people need to make smarter decisions to not congregate. So here's the story, right? So in a town in New Jersey, this guy was hosting a party in a 550 square foot apartment with one bedroom and one bathroom. The party was complete with a DJ. And you know what? These guys got the cops called on them because they're causing a ruckus in an apartment. The cops came and, and gave the person who hosted a party a heavy, heavy fine, especially during this crazy time that we're in right now. Like, guys, we should not be doing this kind of stuff right now. Like, this, this is exactly what we're trying to avoid. You know what I mean? We're trying to avoid this virus spreading further. And when people are congregating like this, it's, it's causing massive issues. And look, it's not even just happening at house parties. It's happening at places of business. It's happening in grocery stores. It just goes into everyday life where everybody needs to be doing their part. You really have to. I mean, this is a community effort here. And if you're not adhering to it, then you're really just kind of ruining it ruining the effort made by everyone else to tackle this virus and if you're partying together i get it like you really want to see your friends you miss people you want to have a yeah, good time I get it. I, we get it but it's just come on you know you gotta just think about other people right again this the whole lockdown we've been over this so i feel like i'm beating a dead horse with this but it's not about you it's about other people and so yeah you know even if you get it and you're fine you going out and about you know touching things when you were grocery shopping you may have caught some caught it from someone that you just saw at the party that you had last night and then you may unknowingly give it to somebody who may have some serious complications and that's just that's why you want to avoid the parties it's not about you or even the other people you're going with and whether they'll be okay it's, it's about the fact that there are other people who may not be and you can unknowingly transmit it to them so it's just totally i hate to mad. see it i hate to see it yeah and and i love i love what governor murphy the governor of new jersey said here he said we are not going to be shy about naming and shaming those who can't get this message into their heads powerful words man Very and powerful. i'm in total agreement with it man like yeah call them as out. we should <laughs> call them out you know and he, and he concludes this tweet here when talking about what happened here in in, in this party he said this is not a game stay home be smart 
Hell yeah. You heard this it. It's not a game. All that's right. It. I want to, I want to go to a festival and I can't right now because of everything that's happening. I want this to be over as quickly as possible as I'm sure many other people do so they can get back to work. They can go back to resuming their normal lives. They can get back to hanging out with their friends in person and you know, they can start going on dates and you know, stuff like that. Like I want to, I want to go on a date with my girlfriend. I can't even do that right now. You know? So let's, let's all be smart here. Let's all be smart. Yeah. Just be smart, yeah. be safe. And of course, wash your hands. And uh, you know what, guys? We would love to hear from you. You know what, Alec? Let's do this. If, if people are currently part of essential businesses that still need to be active and still need to go out to work, like tell us your stories. Tell, tell us about how that's been affecting you. Like, We want to hear from you guys. Please feel free to reach out to us. Our Instagram is at btb.pod. Our Twitter is at podbtb. We're also on Facebook. We want to hear from you guys. Like, Send us an email connect at beyondthebeats.co and EDM champions what's up like if you guys are enjoying the show don't forget to hit subscribe don't forget to drop a, a rating and review inside the Apple podcast or your favorite podcasting platform like those actions go a very long way share this show with your friends and let's just keep the spirits high let's just keep having a good time six feet apart minimum from each other have the good times keep on rolling there's the message let's go all right Alec what are we listening to this week, my friend? We got some we got some tracks that we need to talk about, dude. I know, I know, man. But before we get into it, for all of the new EDM champions that are joining this podcast this week, can you remind them or tell them for the first time what our rating scale is? Here on Beyond the Beats, we have our very own unique rating scale, and it ranges from levels one through five. Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level four is what we call Just Bought Tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist, and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level five is Speechless. It's just you and the music. The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless. So to recap, level one is one listen, level two is background noise, level three is turn it up, level four is just bought tickets, and level five is speechless. Let's get back to it. Are you ready? All right. Are you ready? Let's do it, baby. You ready? Yes. Because, dude, pumped. This, this was something that a lot of people were very hyped up about, and I think it came at perfect time because we really need some uplifting but almost dramatic and cinematic music. So, none other than Seven Lions, the king right now of melodic dubstep. He came out with a banging EP. It's got one, two, three, four, five tracks. This is great. I just love how he's been producing on a, you know, steady flow right now. I'm releasing them, but it's really nice when you see him have, you know, extended releases here. Dude, I don't know where to start with this. I thought this was a very, very, very good EP and just epitomizes his unique, uplifting, melodic, intense style. And I think let's start off with what did you think of the track that he did with 
Crystal Skies, and I think it's Aus. Is that how you pronounce it? A- I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on that one, Aus? man. Au five or Aus? I think I think you're right on that. So I, I want to pick this one out because it's a it's um a separate one from the other three that he did. Uh, sorry, the other two that he did with uh, Tyler Graves, April Brenda Bender, sorry, and Halion. So with this song, man, I thought was really interesting was you really heard the inputs from Aus on this one in terms of the mm-hmm. sound design. And I know a lot of people may have heard of Aus before, but if you haven't, go check him out. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. And I was really pumped up when I saw that they were collaborating on this. But with this track, remember, I th- did you hear a little bit more of the Aus sound design in there too? That's- I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's hard to explain, Alec, but it, it felt like it was more... I don't want to. I don't like to use this term because it's not really what I want to go for. But like a retro sound. Yes. Like I feel yes, like you're exactly I feel right. Like, yeah. There you go. Like I was gonna say video game sound, but then I was like, no, that's not right because Alec hates the video game sound. <laughs> no. Uh, you know what? Definitely- it is, you know what is? Here's what it is. Actually, I was just thinking about this. I'm like. This would sound like it would be on the video game version of Blade Runner. Nice. Okay. That's the vibe. That's the vibe that you're going for. If you haven't seen I Blade love Runner, that. shame on you. You should go watch it. This song, when I heard it, it just it split my head wide open. I was shocked when I heard the sounds in here, the variety, the way that every single piece of this song came together. You have a little bit of Simon Lyons, Psy Trance influence. You got some heavy hitting dubstep really really cool retro kind of soundscapes kind of tying everything together there well, there was like what four drops in this song like it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was unbelievable just, it, it was, <laughs> it was just one like after the other. Ju- as i was like i felt chills i felt chills down my back and guys i was driving in my car when i was listening to this ep and my heated seats were on they were on high and i still felt chills yeah exactly how, how is that even possible i don't know I, I was truly blown away what a way to open up the ep i was really pumped up on this it was a really really great way to open it so i'm glad that we highlighted that one the other one i want to highlight too is mm-hmm. uh, i know where you're going with this <laughs> what what did you think of the track senseless with, i knew it i knew you were gonna bring that uh, up with tyler graves which by yeah. the way she's a awesome uh you know, singer songwriter out of LA. Just definitely go check her out as well. She sounded great on both of these songs she was on. Dude, I liked how we got like a little bit of a break in this EP with Senseless. You know what I mean? Like a little bit more of a chilled out track from Seven Lions, which I feel like sometimes we don't really get. No. You know, like you there's always some great. really big melodic aspect mm-hmm. to every, even his more chill tracks, right? There's still kind of the build up and the drop, but this one was just a lot more chill even minimalistic yeah. should i say i don't know but yeah no i i completely completely agree with you dude like it did not have like a heavy hitting melodic dubstep drop and that's okay that's okay because seven lines pulled it off perfectly like you know remember is a very very hard song i thought senseless in the middle of this ep was a really great way to kind of let the energy cool down before coming back in with the other two tracks another way and what's done is done like you know i'm just i'm a really really big fan of this ep i thought the whole execution of it was was awesome what did you think whole ep was awesome i really enjoyed the switch up with senseless i mean i i liked every single one of these tracks to be perfectly honest i i really enjoyed what's done is done as well with um yep yep i mean with halion and halion how i'm definitely not saying it right apologies there. that's all right Jesus we never terrible. do on this show I know. <laughs> you're awesome that's all you should know okay it was you just did a great job <laughs> what up Halion? <laughs> yeah see maybe i'm saying it right who knows i think you're i think I you're think right if, if i was, about, if I was gonna pronounce here. that i'd say a problem with this show because I, I saw it and i'm like god you know i bet i can get this i can get this first try i'll be all right but clearly not what other ones here another way i thought april ben 
Bender was a really nice addition mm-hmm. to the vocals were really great o- overall just a very very solid ep and i wouldn't expect anything less than from the man seven lions so shout out to you for another great set of releases seven lions just is just showcasing that he has a lot of diversity he likes to have fun and switch things up and i think we got that perfectly from this ep alec what else are we talking about on this section of the show talk about the queen of vibes right we've got Nora Ooh. and pure with Lika Morgan doing a reimagination I want to call it rather than a remix of uh in the air tonight yes that's the classic rock song that everyone yeah. knows the hook and chorus to dude I know you have some interesting thoughts on this so I'll let you take it away and I'll add in here because I think we're pretty similarly aligned Oh, man. Oh, God. Okay. Phil Collins is the original singer of this song, In the Air Tonight. And, I mean, that song, dude, it is so perfect from beginning to end. The way that it climaxes to the way that it just hits on that on that little drum part where it's like, do 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 <laughs> Yep. Oh, my God. I, I love knows. that part. Everyone knows that. <laughs> oh, man. Phil Collins just sounds so great on that song, too. So, you know, I was... When I first heard this song, I was like getting ready. I had it on, you know, when I was like brushing my teeth and doing my hair and stuff like that, literally to go nowhere. I just felt like doing it. And, um, you know, then the song started and it had like that, that like, what is that? What what, are they, what do you call those drums? Those tambourines, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh my God, is somebody really remixing this song right now? And then I looked, it's Nora and Pure and, and Lika Morgan. And I'm just like, wow, okay, this is going to be tough to beat. Look, man, I, I loved Norm Pure's take on this. I thought Lika Morgan sounded really, really fun on this song. But the big part of this song is the way that it climaxes and the way that it releases the energy. Yeah. And, and I mm. feel like the payoff in this version of this song was not there. No. I, th- I think it was severely lacking. And if you're going to attempt to to do this with a song that is so iconic and known for such a tremendous release... You gotta deliver. It's not something that you can ignore. And and I think that they want to go in a different creative direction. Agreed. And I get it. But in my opinion, it did not pay off. I would what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you, man. I'm right there with you. I think they definitely could have done a better job with sticking to the original's flow, uh energy flow, I should say, for lack of a better term, where yeah. there is that buildup, but there is a release. And I can see what they were trying to do here. Uh, I think they <sighs> Maybe it's just I couldn't really see from the get go when I first saw that they were doing this. I couldn't really see a deep house <laughs> yeah. remix of this, you know? Yeah, I was, I was like, confused. okay, you know, but I'll give it a shot. It's nowhere impure. And I think, again, they've done a good job. It's not that it's bad. It's just not living up to that same level that the original is. And perhaps that's why they decided to have, you know, a different vocalist do their different take on it. But r- regardless, I still think that they could have done a better job with some of the energy modulation throughout the song it felt more like a intro song to me right mm-hmm. like where at mm-hmm. the end yeah. at the very end they would put a drop into another song or something that's what it kind of felt like to me rather than it being a you know all and en- all encompassing track of its own right it felt more like it would be used in a set to open everyone get everyone clapping get everyone singing and then it would drop into you know another one of tracks or something I see, Alec. You you shared that thought with me before we started recording the show, and and I I gotta disagree. I don't I don't think that this would fit very well in a set. No, I don't. Okay, I'm not saying it not, would. not even in the beginning. I not just even think in the beginning. That this this to me sounds like that's what it's oh. meant to be. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Like, I can also just see, like... I just don't know when uh, else you would put this. I, I, w- I could see this, like, somebody, like, having, like, a chill playlist. You know what I mean? And just kind of, like, letting songs play in the background. You know, maybe got some, like, tapestries up on their wall and, like, black lights and stuff and just, like, letting this play. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm trying to envision here? Like, I'm just... I guess, just, but there's such an energy build up towards the end of the track. That it I never know, it doesn't, it doesn't release, but it doesn't yeah. release it. No, but I don't think it releases at all. <laughs> it just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like it just cuts off, and I'm just like, okay, that's the end of the yeah. track. Like it felt like you were just getting to something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. I, I hear you, dude. It's it's a very tough song to decipher. And guys, I'm a massive fan of Nora and Pure, and I thought Lika Morgan really sounded great on this. I mean, but still, nobody can really match Phil Collins in in my opinion. But I, I thought this was a really, really interesting attempt, and it just it didn't pay off, in my opinion. So, with all that being said, Alec, I'm going to turn this one over to you. Let's start off with you. Give me your thoughts on Norm Pure and Lika Morgan teaming up for their version of Phil Collins' song, In the Air Tonight. Oh, we're writing this one first. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. <sighs> Collecting my thoughts here. I'm going to give it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you always say that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> now I now I can't say it. Now I now I'm forced to say it. Thank you. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a background noise, level two out of five. Um it's not a song, to be honest, that I would turn up necessarily. I could see and mm-hmm. appreciate the creative direction that they were headed in. But like you, man, I thought it just didn't quite come together, you know, holistically as a song. There's parts of it I really did enjoy. Um, I thought the vocals were done very well, integrated well, but it was just the overall energy modulation throughout the track means that it's not something that I would be listening to proactively. I'm not going to go out my way to listen to it. You know, I wouldn't mind if it comes on. It's just kind of playing on there in the background, as you said, like some chill mix potentially, but it's not a track that I'm really particularly hyped up about. How about you? Yeah, you know, man, if I'm being really, really honest with myself. Oh, no. I would skip this song even if it came on in the background. I'm gonna have to give this <laughs> oh, one a dude. one listen. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to be such a hater, but you know, Oof. it's it just. I was. I don't quarantine know. Quarantine Samir really, is just like. All right, yeah, no quor- games, quarantine Samir no is gifts. mean. Yeah, it's because I haven't had a haircut in like four weeks. And I'm you, dying. You, over me. Um, you talk talk about not having a haircut. Yeah, your hair is getting super long. I look like long. a. I look yeah. like an artist now. I look like yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I, I, and I don't want to throw shade on Norm Pure and Lika Morgan because I thought Lika Morgan really sounded great on this. But I'm, I'm just trying to be very honest with myself. And if this song were to come on in the background, I, I would be skipping this. I don't think I, I would listen to this on my own. So it, it's going to be a one listen for me. But I have a great deal of respect for Norm Pure. And I really do love seeing her live. And I love her music. Um, it's, it didn't hit. It just didn't hit. So that's that's my opinion. Yeah. No, that's I think that's a very fair opinion, too. But... Yeah. You know, very interested and to see what other people would think about that as well. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. so maybe we'll put up a poll or something. Let's do it. And then on the flip side with Seven Lines, Find Another Way EP. Alec, I'm going to give my rating. You ready? Let's do it. Let's go, baby. I'm giving this a speechless level five out of wait. five. All right. Wait. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. Whew. I'm telling First you, man. 2020? I think yeah, so. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And look, here's the thing, dude. Seven Lines. He is keeping his sound refreshing, and I, and I love that. And he's sticking to what he does best, melodic dubstep. But then he's also just trying some new things, and I, and I respect the hell out of him for it. I love the retro sound that we got on this EP. Um, every single one of these songs, I was so, so surprised, and I, and I just enjoyed every single one of them. And 
dude, this is a five out of five speechless for me. Like, this is just seriously goes beyond just bought tickets, in my opinion. Like, this is something that is enjoyable no matter what. I could get down to this. So, Alec, level five out of five, wow. speechless. It truly did leave me speechless wow. as I was listening to it. Alec, what'd you think? Okay, so I'm not going to quite give it a speechless. Um, I can definitely see why you did, though. I'm going to give it an incredibly solid, incredibly solid level four out of five, just bought tickets. It's, nice. You know, it's obviously, I've always want to see Seven Lines. Uh, I feel like I always say this whenever we rate one of his songs, but, yeah, you know, know. it's a just bought tickets, but, you know, I've already bought the tickets. So it's just something that's going to keep me buying tickets. How about that? Uh, it's, nice. it's, you know, it's, All it's right. a keep me buying tickets level four out of five, right? <laughs> level 4.5. It, no, yeah, sorry. see? Uh-huh. No, no, yeah. we don't do decimals on this show. Oh, no. Dude, come on. You know, we could add in a few different tiers of ratings Absolutely to the not. decimals. Come Absolutely. on, man. Because then it's going to be like, oh, I'm going to give this a 4.57, uh, man. You know, come a 3.23. A <laughs> turn it what, up, but only about 10%. What did do to you? Did you not enjoy them in your arithmetic classes? What's going on? I was just, I was just more of a fractions guy, to be a completely frac- honest. Ew, <laughs> seriously? fractions dude you got to find the, oh, the you, least common denominator the greatest yeah. common oh. denominator yeah the whole thing the whole nine yards oh my dude god <laughs> jesus all right well that explains a lot just kidding um yeah i very solid from seven lines he nice. is just he's a mastermind at this and hands down this is some of my favorite um releases from him and and i also just want to give a really really great spotlight to how tyler graves yes april bender and Haley, and how they all sounded on this as well like the vocals were so beautiful and so well done so we, we just got to give a give a hats off to these vocalists man they every single one of them did a fantastic job. Like, I hope we see some more music, especially with Tyler Graves. I think she sounds really great, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's quite big, so she's making a real name for herself. And a lot of DJs have really, you know, they've pegged her down as being someone that they need to work with at some point in their nice. career. So we're definitely going to see more of her around. Shout out to you all. Okay, man. This is it. The last Let's go. section. Of course, Let's go. it's the artist we're watching section. Samir and I have two fantastic artist to introduce you to who wants to start it off alec i feel like i've been going first a lot lately yes so you have dude yeah i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you in yeah, line man. so you know what Jesus. sir i'm gonna allow, I'm gonna allow you who you got for us this week let's see dude i'm gonna go with some more atmospheric sounds here and talk about very large build-ups with huge energy releases in the trap form Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to the futuristic Blade Runner-esque sounds of Elaxi, and you can hear it building up in the background, and if you listen to the whole track, there's a humongous build-up, but we're going to cut right to the chase here and give you what you want. Listen to the sounds of Elaxi with his set track, Snow. Take a listen.
Dude, I feel like you just threw me into like a dystopian society with this one, man. This is a freaking banger. How did you come across this artist that you're watching this week? So I have to give a shout out to Skella. Uh, I just came across because in Skella's SoundCloud, I believe I saw it was either in the likes or a repost. But, you know, I just saw this. I thought this, you know, image, interestingly, just stood out. It was more of the, the cover art. It's just this wolf on it. I was like, okay, this sounds kind of interesting. Looks pretty cool. And man, I was blew away when I turned it on. I thought, I just thought there is just some amazing creativity that's packed into every element of this song. And if you listen on to it with high fidelity, really good quality earphones or headphones, you will understand what I'm talking about. I mean, this guy is going to take it far like i really think people like Aurel gram should be looking out love the passion and i agree with you man like that that album art is so engaging like even i was like when i saw it i was just like damn okay we're in for an experience here um i, I love the passion man thank you so much for putting uh, him on our radar dude one more song that i just want to put on everybody's radar for you know if you want to check out definitely check out they want as well yes, that shit slaps uh, i was big fan of that yeah, song I'll, dude. i'll post it up yeah. into the show notes for sure cool dude awesome all right i'm i'm excited alec i'm really excited to be talking about my artist you ready for let's this let's do it all right alec let me let me sneak my way over to you and introduce you to sneak that's the name of my artist that i'm watching this week guys sneak is a bit of a bigger artist than i normally feature on the show but you know what? When you hear this level of creativity, you, you just you just got to get in front of the EDM champion. So I'm very, very excited to be talking about him. Let me let me tell you, let me give you a lowdown on his career because I did a lot of research here. All right, check this out. He has a track with Getter out on Ausla. His music has been played by Zed's Dead, Oof. Throttle, Dero, Borgor. He has remixed Valentino Khan, Crank Dad, and Tosoki. Dude, he has so much variety but every single time he touches a different sort of style or genre it pays off in heaps and this song was just released a couple of days ago so i'm very very excited that i came across this one guys peep this song by sneak the name of this track is outlaws here it is very solid <laughs> pick this definitely snuck up on me here you know yeah I, I love the electro focus again on this i think it's just really high energy high impact type of music and just with it his own creative take on it you know this is a song that kept me engaged the entire way there's just so many different styles and influences coming into this track and you know i'm gonna throw a bunch of terms out there for you here guys but here it is let me just limber up a little bit me 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 all right <clears throat> there we go this reminds me of some aggressive electro bass 
house with some super saws that have been heavily Ooh. bit crunched. Wow. Okay. Ooh, oh my nice, god, that was nice a lot, one, man. Um, yeah. And a lot of producers are like, Samir, what the fuck are you even talking about right now? No, that's what I got from this track. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, tweet at us at PodBTV. No, dude, I'm just a really, really big fan of this song, and I thought like as soon as I heard it immediately it just impacted on me dude and like i said like this is a bit of a bigger artist than i normally like to feature on the show but i just it, there was just a yearning within me i was like ah oh, maybe i shouldn't like let me let me see if i could find like another artist to get on the show for everybody but you know when you come across creativity you just got to get it out there and i hope people really peep sneak he's got some other styles as well it kind of reminds me of death pack a little bit yeah there's a song called crush that i think people will really enjoy he's got some res influence in there with a song called space goop he, dude, he's done an official remix for Selena Gomez and Marshmallow's song Wolves. Like, oh, this wow. guy yeah. has done a lot. But surprisingly, his following still isn't, isn't huge. Like, he only has about 18,000 followers on SoundCloud. So, a bigger following for sure, but not as big as you would think with all these accolades behind him. So, we just got to get the EDM champions behind Sneak, and you are going to hear some fantastic music. It's all quality. I love his branding. I love the artwork with every single song. This guy is the real deal. Dude. Love the energy, love the passion for Sneak. Man, you know, this was this was a really great episode for new artists we're watching. I feel like we've dove headfirst into some different sounds this week. Totally, man. You know, that's what it's all about. It's all about variety, and we try to keep it fresh here. And if you guys feel like we're missing anything, please feel free to reach out. Send us music that you're really vibing to. Send us some artists that you guys are big fans of. Or just if we have artists out there, which I know we do, send us your music. Like we would love to get to get you on the show if if it fits perfectly with what we're about. So please, please do that. Um, and I, I hope everybody's keeping well, man. Like I want to hear from EDM champions who are considered essential workers and essential employees. Like if you guys are still out there going to work to keep our communities moving, first off, we thank you for all that you're doing. Sincerely. And we want to hear your stories. So please feel free to reach out to us. I think we could have some really interesting conversations. For sure, man. For sure. All right, man. Right on. Oh, good episode, man. You know, let's let's keep on chugging away. Get through yeah. this tough time. Uh, keep the heads up. Keep the good vibes going. And just thank you to everybody for staying with us on this crazy, amazing journey that we're taking with the podcast. It's it's nuts that we're at episode fifty three. I was just thinking about that, Samir. It's um, yeah, it's I kind know. of crazy. Yeah, we we've featured over a hundred artists on this show. We've talked about so Isn't many topics. Nuts? Isn't that it's crazy just, it's, to think about? I love it. Uh, over a hundred artists. Yeah, yeah. I love the platform that we're trying to cultivate and that we're growing. And I love that people are in for the ride. Real quick before we go, guys, don't forget to go on our SoundCloud. Check out the artist spotlight. Uh, check out the mixes that we have up there. We just did a fantastic. Beyond the Beat session with Proper. So please go check that out. You're going to love it. And you know what? Check this out. Tomorrow, we have an artist spotlight and another session coming out with our good friend, Drew Daps. His mix kept it sexy. It kept it soulful. It kept it deep. And it kept it tech. So you guys are really, really in for a treat with that one. But until next time for episode 54, do not forget to wash your hands.